know, you guys say it all the time. It's a marathon, right? You have to prepare yourself for labor because labor and delivery, because it's not something that you just want to go through in five seconds. And, you know, you don't just get up one day and decide to run a, you know, 26 miles. Nobody really does that. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. What's up, mamas, and welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. We are so excited about today's episode because we are actually talking about a Fit Mama in 30 success story, right, Carrie? Yes. Yes, and this is also really exciting for us because we know this guest super, super well. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys don't, though. However, you probably do recognize her because if you follow us on Fit Mom in 30 on Instagram, then when she was pregnant with her second um, baby, she was in a ton of our images, and she still (laughs) is because we continue to use those. Um, But we want to welcome our sister-in-law, our other sister-in-law, Sadie Oshman. Welcome, Sadie. Thanks, guys. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks for doing this. Like I said, they don't recognize your voice, but they will probably recognize uh, your face. (laughs) (laughs) Little pregnant tot. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. Little pregnant Sater tot is what we call her because she's too cute. She's super teeny. Um, how tall are you, Sadie? You're you're a little. I'm a one. whole five one and a half. <laughs> five one and a half. She's so. fun size. Yeah, that's, that's why right. We call her, her Sater tot. Uh, but just to kind of jump right into it, Sadie, why don't you just you know obviously we know a lot about you, but our listeners don't. So why don't you just tell us um, a little about you yourself, your family, and we'll kind of start from there. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I am a mom of two. Um, my most recent baby is uh, four months old today, um, which is crazy. I feel like it goes so much faster with your second. Um, um, but I have a two and a half year old, um, at home, Ruby. So both girls and, um, married my high school sweetheart. Um, Nick and I have been together since we were like 16. Um, got married when we were 25. Um, Let's see, we've lived in Mexico, so we had a little fun adventure before, um, you know, we've decided to settle down and have a family. Um, We have a crazy rambunctious dog, and um, (laughs) yeah, gotta love her. We've been trying to teach Ruby, you know, um, all the goods on how to to make her sit and give her treats and things like that. So um, I'm a full-time working mama, um, so I have a a 40-hour sometimes it feels like more than that a week, (laughs) um, job. I'm a recruiter, um, here. And so, um, and then I also just recently, um, you know, as if I'm not busy enough, decided to open my own, um, clothing boutique in, um, in Greenwood. And so, um, you know, we, we actually opened probably at the worst time possible in the middle of the pandemic. That's how it always works. That's how it always works. Right? Yeah. Like you have these great plans and, um, we opened in February and not even a month later had to, had to close. I didn't even get to have like a true grand opening, but 
nonetheless, um, it's been a really great opportunity and, um, you know, I've had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, just, um, you know, not too busy or anything. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. That's not what I'm saying. Sounds like you're taking on all the things, but you do it so well. Thanks. Um, you just have the best attitude and her, everyone, her girls are so cute. They're just <laughs> the best and I'm not biased at all by <laughs> no. but, uh, but seriously they are so so cute um, so this episode obviously is called Fit Mom and 30 Success Stories and we know Carrie and I your experiences you know with both of you know your labors and um, just your pregnancies in general so why don't you try and kind of just let the viewers know let's kind of talk about first you know really just take us through your first pregnancy labor and delivery experience and kind of how that went and we'll just kind of go from there okay yeah so my pregnancy overall with ruby was um extremely different than with Gemma. i i don't know if it's just because you don't really know what to expect um but i just felt i was you know super sick in the first trimester i mean i was like that with Gemma too but um my body hurt all the time. I gained a lot of weight. I was not working out. I wasn't watching what I was eating. I was literally had that mindset of I'm eating for two. <laughs> um, so, you know, kind of indulged a little bit in, um, in things. And, um, so my, my delivery Ruby came about two and a half weeks early. Um, and, um, I woke up with contractions like three o'clock in the morning and, um, you know, eight o'clock, I thought they're pretty, you know, significant enough to apart to be able to like, let's go to the hospital. I'm ready to get this baby out. I mean, I was, I was ready. My body was ready. Um, and so, you know, we went to the hospital and of course, when I got there, they say, well, you're not dilated. So they make you walk around the hospital and try to get that, you know, going. Cause they, they didn't want to induce me because I was, you know, I wasn't quite 39 weeks yet. So, um, so we walked around the hospital, which is, was pretty painful because I was having full blown contractions. I just wasn't dilated. Um, so I don't know, it was like a couple of hours later, they decided to, to give me a little bit of medicine to try to let me rest. Um, and it was like almost instantly, as soon as they gave me the medication, my water broke. Um, and then finally my body, um, you know, was dilated. So it, it, the whole process from, you know, from the start took a lot longer to get my body going. And then it almost feels like, you know, when you get your epidural and you're kind of waiting and, and, you know, you, you don't feel the contractions per se. Um, but it just felt like an extremely long day. So I would say like my labor was about 21 hours. So I started at 3, 3am 3 in the morning and she didn't end up being delivered until almost midnight. Oh, um, oh, wow. and I pushed for over an hour. Um, and I was just exhausted. You know, when you get to the hospital, you check in and they don't let you eat anything. Um, they basically allow you to have ice chips. So like, how do you, how do you deliver a baby on ice chips <laughs> after 21 <laughs> for hours? That, yeah, yeah. For, for that, that long. long. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was, it was just an extremely long, exhausting, um, you know, time and, and, um, you know, she was not very big. She was only six pounds and, you know, some change and, you know, my body just, my body couldn't really handle it. And, and I tore, um, you know, I had a, I had, didn't know it because they, they don't ever tell you that they don't really talk about that. They tell you, yeah, you had some stitches, but I mean, I tore to the third degree, which is basically the entire area. Yeah, um, so my, 
my recovery was twice as hard. I feel like, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I have this new, new baby that is crying all the time. And, you know, at that point, um, a little before then I had decided I wasn't going to breastfeed. It just wasn't something that was for me. Um, you know, and, um, so I decided, we decided to formula feed and, you know, to, to also give, um, Nick a little bit of a chance to, you know, connect with the baby and bond with the baby. And, um, I think it was a really good, it was a very good, um, option for us just because of our lifestyle too. So, um, Mm -hmm you know, just the, the, the whole recovery in itself was extremely challenging. Um, so like I said, I had a tear, you know, and then, um, so I go home, I'm like sitting on a donut basically, you know, trying to be super cautious about what's going on in my body. And, um, it was like a couple days later, I actually, I, you know, you don't know what you don't know when you're first time mom. So I had this like something coming out of my body and I remember that oh I was gosh. there. That's crazy. I, I was, know. I was there. I was freaking I out. That. Like, this is not normal. It like looks like something funky. Like, I don't know what it is. And I was scared. I didn't know what to do. And so, um, and of course my doctor was out of town. So <laughs> I called her and, um, because I have a really good, you know, close relationship with her and, um, she mm-hmm. actually called into the local doctor and, um, they had me admitted and, it was actually part of my placenta that did not get taken out all the way. And so oh it gosh. was like coming out. It seems like body. one thing after the next. Yes. So it was, it was pretty traumatic. Um, you know, I left. And that can be pretty bad, right? Yeah. Like, infection you, wise. That stays in there, it can cause mm-hmm. infection and exactly. so many issues. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was pretty crazy. And, um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm leaving Nick on day two of having a newborn. He was by himself and, <laughs> <laughs> um, just praying that all that, you know, goes well too. But, you know, here we are, she's, she's two and a half, so we're good. Um, she's so great, oh but yeah, the, the whole, the whole entire pregnancy and, and labor and delivery was just, it was hard. It was really hard. And the recovery was, was extremely hard. And, um, you know, I just, I, I couldn't even like lay in my own bed. I had to put a mattress on the floor because I could not get up in my bed because of how like all the stitches and everything that I had. So, wow. Yeah. Just want to be real, you know? No, I'm so glad that you were (laughs) like, not even from the details, but just also like, I feel like I love that you just own the fact and say like, we made a decision up front, not like, I know this is not exactly the topic, but I feel like this is an important one because I feel like so many moms struggle with this decision. Like, breastfeed or not breastfeed and everyone thinks they're getting judged I love that you just own it and say hey Nick and I made this decision and it was the best one for our family and this is what we did yeah I just think that's I think that's important to know like that is what out of all the things when you're I mean there's so many things you go through and part of recovery 100% is taking into consideration what breastfeeding is what the hours look like and what works best for your schedule exactly yeah it's and your recovery was already Insane. You know, challenging and hard. <laughs> like think about throwing, you know, breastfeeding and with that too. And I, yeah, I agree. I, I like that you just kind of owned up and said, this isn't going to work for yeah. me. So this is what we did. And it's, you know, fed is best. Right. True. Exactly. And that's, that's what I believe. And, you know, I also like that you talked about recovery being so hard and like not really knowing that because we've talked about this on another podcast that so many women, especially first time moms, aren't aware of how difficult the recovery is. And I said it on another podcast too, like a lot of my friends and you had 
have kind of mentioned that like recovery is almost harder than like yes. pregnancy and the labor and the delivery experience just because there you don't know about exactly. it. So I think it's important that you kind of brought that to light as well. Yeah. yeah you, everyone talks about, you know, what it's going to be like in like the sleepless nights and the <laughs> figuring out this new infant and changing diapers, but no one tells you about the pain you're going to experience below <laughs> exactly. while you're trying to do said task. Oh, just... and by the way, when you don't breastfeed, you know, your milk comes in whether you breastfeed or not. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> my boobs were humongous and, you know, inflamed painful. and painful. And, and then you have all the other stuff going on. It's like, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we now we know how the first one was. <laughs> so Maybe not better, the best right? experience, but you have Ruby, yes. so that's all that you matters, have right? The most precious little daughter, um, and that doesn't surprise me that Ruby gave you the hardest pregnancy the personality because she's just a little yep. spitfire. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Gotta love her. So yeah, so now that we kind of know our first one, maybe not wasn't was not the best. <laughs> maybe not the first best experience. Take us through um, your second experience. So. Basically, what you did differently in your second pregnancy and obviously your second labor experience. Yeah. So, um, just a little small thing in between, um, I guess, small, large, you know, however you want to look <laughs> at it. Um, so, we, Nick and I knew we wanted a, a second baby. And so, we actually tried for a second and I got pregnant and then we miscarried um, in June of last year. Um, so that was a little bit of a, you know, a difficult process. And I feel like people don't really talk about that either. Um, yeah. but I do want to, you know, throw that out there and, you know, say that, you know, it, it is something that I went through and, you know, even in between having a baby and trying to get pregnant with my second, you know, it doesn't always happen on your, you know, getting pregnant with your first, um, but, and you're not alone. Um, so do know that as well and make sure you reach out to your friends. Um, yeah. And your family, because you guys were there for me, and I really appreciate it. Um, but so my second pregnancy, Gemma, was it was completely different, minus the being sick in the very first trimester. I think it was actually worse. Um, but I craved, like, seafood, which is so weird and kind of gross, if you think about it. Um, but um, I just felt so much better. You know, I was taking my vitamins. I was staying active. I started doing the Fit Mama um, prenatal um, program. And man, let me tell you, it helped so much. Um, I will admit that I did not work out, obviously, every day. And towards the end, it was getting real hard because I got, I still got pretty big. Um, and I'm, I can't be too sure, but I think I gained about the same amount of weight, um, as I did with Gemma, but I, as I did with Ruby, um, but I just felt overall better. So I feel like with, you know, with Gemma, my, my mindset was just, um, you know, was different. And I, um, you know, I started the, um, I started watching what I was eating. You know, I was, I was walking almost every day and it's different too, because, you know, I had Gemma in the summer and I had Ruby in the middle of winter. Um, but I, you know, I started doing the, the, um, Fit Mama in 30 prenatal program. And let me tell you, it made a huge difference, a huge difference. You guys, I didn't do it every single day because life, but, um, you know, <laughs> I, I even had Ruby do some of the workouts with me and, you know, she thought it was kind of fun to do my 
you know, um, little jumping jacks or, um, you know, (laughs) alternating legs and things like that. And so, um, I just feel like my body overall was stronger for, for this baby. And, um, you know, you guys say it all the time. It's a marathon, right? You have to prepare yourself for labor because labor and delivery, because it's not something that you just want to go through in five seconds. And, you know, you don't just get up one day and decide to run a you know, 26 miles. Nobody really does that unless you're Kevin Oshman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's insane. And kudos to you, Kevin, because I, we all <laughs> couldn't do that. Thank you. Very much. No, but you know, I, I just, I feel like, um, you know, when I, when it came time to, to have Gemma, um, the process was so much shorter. And, and again, I, I really truly think that that's because, you know, not just my mindset, but my body was so much stronger. Um, I got to the hospital around eight o'clock. I pushed for 45 minutes, if that, and, um, and she was born at like noon. So, um, the, the pushing part was so much different. Um, I knew how to breathe, you know, I focused on, you know, some of the things, actually a lot of the things that I learned through the Fit Mama, um, through the prenatal program, you know, learning how to, you know, in through your nose and out through your mouth. And, you know, just it's the small things that you need to remember and, um, you know, knowing where to push and what to push um, with this one was just so much better. Um, I did tear a little bit this time around, but my recovery was 1000 times better. Um, you know, I didn't have the pad circles for two straight weeks and, (laughs) um, you know, I even went home and, and I sat, you know, in the front seat, which was crazy. Um, you know, and, and I slept better. I got to sleep in my, in my own bed and, um, you know, I was able to still be able to see Ruby and, you know, I was careful, but you know, with, with Ruby, when I had her, if you would have told me that the next day, you know, I need to go and walk or even the next day after that, I need to, or even a week later, I need to get outside and walk. I would have said, no, thank you. You're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But with this baby, I just felt more prepared. And, uh, you know, I did like day three, we went outside. I I actually, we went home um, this time with Gemma less than like 20. It was like right at 24 hours because we were ready and I was mentally ready and my body was physically ready. Um, so yeah, I, I cannot thank you enough for, for being able, you know, being able to provide this type of, um, you know, program for mamas who, who really need it. Well, I'm so glad that it it worked for you. You know, I think, I think that's huge. And, and, one part of me wonders, like, do you feel like because your first experience was so kind of traumatic for you, did that motivate you at all to kind of be like, okay, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better this time around. Like, I want to try to change that experience I had the first time. 100%. <laughs> I think um, that kind of lit a fire under me to to not do the things that I did before. Um, you know, we all get, we all get kind of stuck in those phases of like, Oh, I'll start tomorrow. Oh, I'll start next week. You know, but Mm -hmm. with this one, it like, it went so much faster. And I felt like, you know, by the time my first trimester was up, I'm like, all right, this is, you know, I, I can't wait around anymore. I really need to do this and I need to start my workouts. And, you know, um, I, because before you know it, it's time to push your baby out. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad that it worked for you. What do you feel was your biggest takeaway from the prenatal program that helped you with such a successful 
and better experience for your second delivery? Yeah. Um, really, I think, you know, staying active and, you know, whether that is, um, you know, doing the workouts or even, you know, honestly, what helped me a whole lot was just the breathing and neutral alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and making sure that I'm really focusing on that daily because I had a lot of back problems with Ruby. Like my belly just got so big and I just, you know, I didn't know how to carry her and your back just naturally curves, you know, in like Mm -hmm. that so that, you know, so that you do make room for your baby. And I feel like with, you know, the prenatal program, that's what you talk about in the beginning. And, um, you know, one of the most important pieces is, is neutral alignment and really making sure that you're paying attention to your breathing. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also, you know, your hips are in line and everything like that. And I feel like for that, that for me was huge because I didn't do that before. Yeah. And I love that you say that because that's the thing that we tell all of our mamas is that, it seems so basic, right? Like it seems like, okay, like neutral alignment, breathing, whatever, but it's truly the number one most important thing that you have to master before really moving on. Yeah. Like if you don't master that, then it's, you know, it's going to make your experience much more difficult. So I love that you said that Yeah. because it's so true. Sadie, I would love, like, I know we talked about, we, you mentioned like the pushing, the difference in the pushing, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel like even when Bailey and I were going through getting certified, was it helpful? And like, do you feel like that made a huge difference knowing, you know, everyone says like do Kegels and work your pelvic floor, but you only, I, I had no idea that there were four points. Of exactly. Or like just knowing that fact to me, like when you're with the whole concept of pushing completely changed for me after I could, well, after I realized that. Yeah. And kind of like you said, um, and I can't remember if it was one of your previous podcasts or, um, or whatnot, but when you're talking about, you know, your pelvic floor and making it strong, the last thing you want to do is push a baby through a really tight muscle. <laughs> so yeah. making sure that yeah. you, you know how to relax, right? Because that is something that nobody talks about and nobody tells you how to do it. Um, you just think that, oh, I just push and the baby comes out. No, that's not exactly how it works. <laughs> So it can, but it, can, but it but might have happen. some traumatic effects from <laughs> exactly that. literally you will, trauma. You will end up like me with Ruby. <laughs> your first pregnant, <laughs> your first delivery will be pretty hard. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that definitely helped me, um, you know, realizing what you can control. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I feel like too, you know, for me, who's someone who hasn't had a, a baby yet, just knowing what I know, like, I feel like my confidence will be much higher than it were if I didn't, you know, have the knowledge that I do. And I think that's super important. And one of the reasons why Carrie and I even started this is not only do we want to help women train safely and effectively to take on the demands of labor and delivery, but we also want to increase their confidence around it. Right. Cause especially for oh first time moms, it's, it's scary. It's like, Oh my gosh, like it's so scary. <laughs> it's either going to happen, you know, one or two ways, either it's going to, you know, come out vaginally or I'm going to have to get a C-section. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot that goes on. There's a lot of anxiety behind it, but I think even just having knowing, you know, a little bit can make all the difference. Oh, for sure. Well, this is awesome. This has been, thank you for sharing your experience, Sadie. This has been, I know it's like, it's a personal experience, but you know, this for, you know, since we started this is we are so adamant about helping, not only helping moms prepare, but helping moms understand that it's not always easy and it's not 
you know, I always like to say beaches and butterflies, <laughs> <laughs> labor and delivery and pregnancy itself. Like everyone's like, you know, you hear about the pregnancy glow and this, well, it's not always that. Right. And it's like, I want, I want moms to understand that if it's not, that's totally okay. Cause that's normal too. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we always have one question that we like to ask everyone at the end of the podcast. I'm sure you have one. What is one messy mom moment or moment that you can think of? And if you can't think of one, what advice do you have for moms to embrace the messy? <laughs> so this actually is a perfect um, this, uh, scenario, I guess, because our my week <laughs> pretty much is all messy mom <laughs> moments. <laughs> Um, so Tuesday we had planned to get family pictures and, um, my family's attention span for pictures is a whole five minutes. So <laughs> they were a little bit annoyed, but so I had planned, you know, what you're wearing. This is where everybody needs to be. As soon as I get home from work, we're going straight in the car to go get pictures. So I had planned originally to get up early on Tuesday and get into work early so that I could leave, you know, at four o'clock. Wouldn't you know that Gemma got up at three o'clock, three o'clock or three thirty, um, and then she drank her little bottle and then she went back to sleep. And then um, I got up and got ready, and I'm getting literally getting ready to leave. And I start. I thought I had heard Ruby kind of crying, and Ruby doesn't typically get up until eight, like after I'm gone. Mm -hmm. um, Oh no. She was like straight up yelling daddy on the monitor. And I'm like, what is going on? So I, of course, whenever I open the door, I am like, you know, it's quiet in my room. And so I kind of like look around and Nick's not in the bed and I'm looking and he's sitting over in the chair holding Jim up and she's wide awake. And she's like, ah, you know, cooing. <laughs> and I was like, and I think I just heard Ruby on the monitor and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave you here with both girls because my mom doesn't typically get to the house till eight to watch, to help watch the girls. And so, and Nick had to get on a call. So what do you do? You know, you, you just have to go with it. And so I took Gemma, fed her, tried to get her back to sleep, which didn't happen. Um, and then Nick went and got Ruby up and she just said she was done sleeping for the day. So she <laughs> got up nice. of course, the yeah. day that yep. you want your pictures. Yeah. That's, that's oh. how it always works. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, when my mom was on her way to my house, she got stuck in really bad traffic um, on, <laughs> on Ronald Reagan, which again, never happens. Um, so she was like 15 minutes late norm and she's normally always there. So it was just, it was one of those days. And I feel like the biggest piece of advice that I have, um, for moms to embrace this messy is to just go with it. You know, I mean, your babies are only little once and I can remember very vaguely, like, you know, thinking when, when Ruby's getting up at three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning and every hour, every two hours, like, you know, I kept telling myself like, she's going to be big one day and she's not going to wake up and need me during the night. So I need to really take this in and enjoy it. I know that sounds super crazy, but, no. but they grow so fast and it's like, yeah, look at her now. Like she sleeps through the night and you know, she doesn't wake up and, and need me in the middle of the night. And that makes me kind of sad, but it's also one of those, those things that makes you really proud as a parent, you know? And, um, so my biggest piece of advice is just hold your babies, play with them, be present. Um, you know, when, when they're there, when you're there with them, you know, the laundry can wait, the, the dishes can wait, you know, um, and, and work can wait. Um, you know, I, I choose my family. So, um, that's my, I would say that's probably my biggest piece of advice. That's amazing. 
That was an amazing piece of advice. And I completely <laughs> agree. Thanks. <laughs> well, awesome. Sadie, thank you again for coming on today, sharing your experience, sharing the messy. We really appreciate it. Thank um, you guys. As we mentioned before, um, Sadie and her husband have their own clothing boutique. It is adorable. It's called Sage and Pearl. Um, so I do want to give a little shout out if you want to check them out on Instagram. It's Sage Pearl Boutique. If you're local to Indy, they have the boutique there. But don't you worry because you can shop online. Um, <laughs> they're adorable. And it's like an, it's an affordable line. And you're supporting a small business. So if you want to check them out, check them out on Instagram. Um, and as always, if you are loving what you're hearing on our podcast, go ahead. Click our little five-star review. We'll love you forever for it. Oh, yeah. Yes. We and, really will. Um, we truly will. We really will. And leave a comment and share this post with um, any fellow mamas who want to embrace the messy with us. But that's all from us from today. Um, until next time, we'll talk to you soon, mamas.